everyone. Welcome to the 68th episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. Hi, Adam. Hi, Jill. How you doing? Sorry, there's a weird pause there. That's okay. I was just sitting there waiting for my introduction. How are you doing today? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. It's Thanksgiving week. We're all kind of slap happy around here. We are. Ready to take a few days off and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, what did we talk about today? We talked about lifestyle books. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best way to put it. It was mostly cookbooks, Mm -hmm. but we threw some other party planning type stuff in there too. Yeah, getting everyone ready for the holidays. So, yep. And we mentioned this briefly in the podcast, but if you search for your favorite, like, chefs at overdrive.com you'll see cookbooks and you'll also see like their biographies and stuff like that mm-hmm. so lots of good stuff in there um but yeah i want to get everyone ready for again if you're in america thanksgiving and all of the various december and january holidays that are coming up so felt like a good time to do it because okay. i think we're all just thinking about food <laughs> yeah. anyway so um if you want to get a hold of us you can email feedback at overdrive.com Jill and I love reading those. It's always great to see what you guys think. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and go to overdrive.com. You can see a bunch of lists that we create of uh, reading lists that we talk about on the podcast and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, Anything else you can think of? No, I don't think so. Okay. I will give some tips if you do listen to this on Thanksgiving. Download an audiobook while you wait for your Black Friday deals and, and all that good stuff. And Look at you. Thank you. And every Monday is Cyber Monday when you use ebooks. It's like my favorite cheesy thing to say. That's yeah. really cheesy. She's glaring at me. I, it's I'm not glaring. Well, it's kind of a glare. It's kind of a glare. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoy this episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 68 of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. You can actually start for real. I'll shut up. (laughs) That wasn't a start? (laughs) Well, now I might have to keep that. We're going to save this for the... the, uh, Keep all this. Outtakes. The highlight reel, yeah. Thanksgiving. (sighs) When we get that explicit rating we've been going for. We're still recording. (laughs) I know. Of course we are. (laughs) No. My my coffee is pumpkin pecan. It smells amazing. I'm jelly. You can't smell it. No, you can't. It's just he's hot boxing me with the coffee <laughs> smell. <Okay>. Still recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Talk about some books. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 68 of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Adam, and I'm joined by Emma and Megan and Jill. Everyone say hi at the same time, so it's super confusing. Hi. Hi. Hello. Great job, everyone. (laughs) So I'm just going to be here for comedic relief and research. I, I had a slow afternoon, and I wanted to sit in, so... Uh, Jill, tell everyone what we're talking about today. We are talking about lifestyle books. I think that's the the term we decided on. So like home decor, cookbooks, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone seems... (laughs) 
Yes, Megan that, and I have several oh, suggestions. Oh, so many things. Okay. I've got a list. A lot. Yes, I have a lot. A lot, a lot. Wonderful. Uh, I guess I'll steer the ship, but that's all I'm going to do because I didn't bring a list. Um, let's start <gasps> um, with Megan. Okay. So mine are mostly cookbooks because that is my lifestyle, cooking and eating and cooking more. Even with Thanksgiving coming up and me freaking out. Yeah. I don't know about any of you, but I'm hosting. No. Whoa. How many? Ooh. How many people? 17. Yeah, well, that's a lot. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Girl. Continue. Yeah. So uh, at the, we just moved into our house. Um, it's going to be fun. Uh, so I'm going to have to say that everybody's cookbook gateway drug, though, needs to be Mastering the Art of French Cooking by Ms. Julia Child, Queen. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. second that. I second that to third. I third that. <laughs> I We're guess all I, for- in I fourth that. I fourth it. I support that. No, yeah. like my copy of that cookbook is disgusting at this point because it's just covered in food. Uh, it, my any cookbook that you really love needs to be gross because you've dripped on it and or or digital. There you go, because you can just wipe that screen <laughs> right off. Yeah. There. yeah, it's much easier. You can just prop it up. You don't have mm-hmm. to like figure out some weird thing to keep yeah. the pages open. Well, when it comes for those listening at home, that was Jill doing hand motions for <laughs> propping something Shut up. up. <laughs> The official continue international symbol of propping. Yeah. Uh, well, mine is you know it's old, significantly older than than the ebook because it was came out in the fifties or sixties. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a hand me down. So it was pre disgusting for my convenience. <laughs> <laughs> Not to put you on the spot, but do you know of any particular recipes in there you'll be using oh, for Thursday? For Thursday, no, no. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my Thanksgiving is rather traditional American 1950s That's classic okay. Thanksgiving. But I did actually make French onion soup from her cookbook two weeks ago. Okay. And we're, we've just finished it because I can't cook for two people. Oh, no, that's impossible. No, I cook, it skews towards 200. Sure. So <laughs> we, I make something and then we eat it for the rest of the week, mm-hmm. if not the year. So, although she does have a lot of really good methods for, I could probably find some good brine in there, but I'm just sticking to the tried and true when it comes to my bird. But... <laughs> <laughs> do, do you do a one-day brine? Is oh, it yeah. a, a oh, yeah. Bob's Burgers three-day brine? I've never seen the show. Emma <laughs> yeah, knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I do. You know, right. So I'm going to pass it's on. It's called the... Father of the Brine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I, 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 I'll, I'll go with it. <sighs> I don't know. I've never seen Bob's Burgers. Whatever. I'm not a cool kid. I'm an uncool kid. <laughs> That's okay. So, I, yeah, I got to start. Got to start with that one. And, of course, all of the great books about her life as well. So you can really immerse yourself in Ms. Child and just enjoy all of that. Um, but however, this holiday season, though, I will be tapping into some of the some cookbooks on baking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not a baker. Mm-hmm. I really kind of loathe it. But there's a lot of really good stuff out there that I'm 
hoping to rekindle a love I never had of baking. <laughs> so I'm I'm this I'm specifically concentrating on um the Complete Magnolia Bakery Cookbook uh by Alyssa Tori and Jennifer Apple cuz there's the Magnolia Bake a friend got it for me as a housewarming present so I'm like here I should and the things she's made from it are amazing so I'm really excited to to try out some of these and also uh, Dory's Cookies by Dory Greenspan is like the cookie book of right now. <laughs> it looks amazing. It looks so good. Yeah, it's the the cookie book of 2016. I was not aware there was like a yeah. cookie yeah. cookbook. I'm glad there I mean, is though. I know there are cookie cookbooks. I didn't know. Yeah. Of the moment. Yeah. The moment. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's True. the Hansel of cookie cookbooks. <laughs> it's so hot right now. Okay, good. I was uh, fantastic. Great work. On I that was, note, I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> you nailed that. Uh, I'm gonna chime in with one of my favorite baking books. I follow this blog, which led me to the cookbook. It's Joy the Baker, homemade mm-hmm. decadence, delicious. Highly recommend. Easy to follow recipes. I am not a chef. Um, and it's something that I can not mess up too terribly. Do you have a favorite something in there or no? I... Anything with chocolate, <laughs> which is most of the rest. Good rule. That's a, that's a really good job. That's a good rule. I will say I need to stick to baking uh, cookbooks because when I cook, I don't use recipes. I just, it's like jazz, you know, it's like jazz. People say that I hate it, but I'm just stealing that but when it comes to baking you can't be like i don't nope. know half the flour that's not that's <laughs> baking good. is a science yeah exactly which, which is, is why i'm terrible at it and too. i have to stick to recipes mm-hmm. so but uh, yeah see that's why i like baking because it's very precise <laughs> I, you and i's personalities are coming out right now as we speak in real time yeah yeah did you have others emma i think there are a few I have to mention. Uh, books that are so hot right now. <laughs> so Hansel. Uh, yes, in cooking. Um, Martha Stewart Vegetables just came out. And Cooking for Jeffrey, the new Ina oh, Garten major. <laughs> Highly recommend. You look so happy about this. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's funny. I, Sorry. Plus, they're gorgeous. The photography, the ebook, it's amazing. Where okay, when it comes to cookbooks, I can't read one that doesn't have pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like agreed. I have to have pictures. Agreed. I want to see pictures of the delicious food. I don't just want text and recipes. Yeah, that's a bad job if they are just like trust us. There are great. plenty out there though that don't like mastering the art of French cooking. Yeah, they don't have photos. no photos. That blows my mind. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So you just assume you got it right when you're done making yeah. the... Does, yeah. It tastes good. It's good. Exactly. Yeah, I guess. I'm going to make Megan talk about Thug Kitchen yes! right now. Go. That's my my jam. I'm obsessed with Thug Kitchen. It is the only like R-rated cookbook I've ever encountered. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So there are a lot of, lot of swear words, <laughs> which in a cookbook is interesting. Uh, it's entirely vegan, so that's their thing. They it, they started also as a blog, um, and they've released a cookbook within the last month or so called Thug Kitchen 101, 
Uh, they have Thug Kitchen Party Grub that came out earlier this year, and then there's the original Thug Kitchen. But it is a cookbook that I um, I did first encounter as an ebook, uh, and I've cooked my way through a lot of it. A lot of times, I, I love collecting cookbooks, especially when I travel. If I get like the ladies auxiliary of whatever cookbook from 1950 <laughs> that's been reprinted a million times, I I have to buy it. Uh, where like most of the recipes I would never want to eat, let alone make. I just I love them. So this is one I bought, and I've actually cooked probably a dozen things from it. Some of which like more than once. Like they have this beer braised cauliflower tacos that are what? just killer. That sounds really good. They're so good. As a vegetarian, yeah. I would perked up. They're, they're really braised in beer and hot sauce, and then you roast the cauliflower after a quick, like, quick braise. Mm-hmm. And so good. <clears throat> so just, <coughs> excuse me. It's okay. We're, pe- we're people. <laughs> yeah, we we're people. cough. It's okay. Yeah. Mm. Let it, give, it, give it a moment. So, yeah, they also have, like, a chickpea and... Uh, roasted broccoli burritos, like just really, really good stuff. Uh, I actually had Emma over and I made her some of the tofu that they have over a, a nice, delicious ramen that I made. Um, so it was it's delicious. Just... Yeah, she's not. <laughs> I'm very here. picky and it was really good. Yeah, and, and, it... and tofu, you must be a talented chef then because tofu, not easy to cook with. Well, you no. just need time. No, I know. I'm yeah. I'm giving you a compliment. Oh, thank you. Just take the thank compliment. <laughs> so, and I, it's all like, so Thug Kitchen, amazing. Other vegan cookbook that I really like is Oshi oh Glows uh, by Angela Lydon, who's another blogger. I feel like all of these are people that are bloggers. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing to do now. But she, I think her, she has a new cookbook that just came out also, Oshi oh Glows Every Day, that I think is just vegetarian, but her initial one, just Oshi oh Glows, is all vegan and just really clean, healthy, tasty. She has a family, so she concentrates on things that everybody would want to eat, uh, Not so it's not just your rabbit food, right. whatever. Um, so I don't, I'm, I'm not a vegan, I'm not a vegetarian, but I go on kicks when I am, so... And plus, it's just, you know, good to kind of sometimes cut back on on some things. So I just enjoy trying new and different and healthy ways of eating. And they're just cannot recommend Oshi Glows and Thug Kitchen enough. Can I can I throw some in there? Yeah. I wasn't expecting to think of these. But uh, in the past, one of our big libraries was actually a cookbook. It was Ada Mullenkamp's keys to the kitchen and it's kind of cool in addition to she's like a, a californian uh chef so lots of fresh vegetables avocado southwest kind of a stuff but her cookbook isn't just the recipes it's also telling you how to shop for certain things and like what fish goes well with what and it goes through the whole first part of the book is here are essentials for cooking here's different types of meat and vegetables and where they come from and their history and all sorts of cool stuff like that. So I really liked it. Um, again, she was a big library read a long, long time ago, but it's a really good one. And then I want to make sure I get this one right, but Michael Simon, yes. Clevelander. Yeah. Live to Cook? Yeah. Um, well, he has one. It's, um, is it Five and Five? Yes. Yeah. Michael yes. Simon's Five I and Five. I love that one. Yeah. So it's the idea of it, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's always five ingredients 
and you can kind of like prep everything in five minutes. I think that's right. It's so he has a list of like basic staples. Mm-hmm. So it can be more than five ingredients, but they should only be like five stars that aren't like you know salt, pepper, right. yeah. rice, right, right. And yeah. the idea of it is. Fast. To let you be able to quickly make meals so it's perfect for people that get home from work and they're trying to make a healthy meal for their family. So Cleveland also, Pride. Yeah. Also, he's one of Cleveland's many, many foodies. So he is. And he's kind of like the the face of Cleveland and food, I would say. Actually, I met him once. Really? I did. Huh. Yeah. He, um, it was the Market District, like the fancy giant eagle mm-hmm. down in Solon. He, when that opened, he was there like, celebrity whatever mm-hmm. and i got invited to go as a blogger you're so fancy that's pretty cool well that's the funny so thing is it was when his carnivore book came out mm-hmm. and so he like signed copies for everyone and i was a vegetarian at the time so i got rid of it like i gave it to somebody i think i gave it on my blog um but now i'm like i would kind of like that back <laughs> <laughs> i will say he's very well known for meats and as a vegetarian for the past year or so it's like heartbreaking he's opened up a place in cleveland called mabel's it's mm-hmm. a barbecue restaurant that really good. I, I mean i don't eat meat anymore but i mean it still smells amazing yeah. so every time i walk past i'm like oh man i kind of do miss pork but yeah i think his his son or his stepson is vegan i think his wife is his wife yeah, yeah. i think it's her daughter her son i think is also mm-hmm because he said he tries to do like one or two vegan mm-hmm. meals for himself every single week. So yeah. Anyway, and his better. new cookbook is uh, five and five for every season, so it yeah. actually breaks it down. So you can have some holiday and winter dishes mm-hmm. in there too. So some of those might be appropriate on your holiday table in the next month or so, and really easy. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Do you want to hop back in here, Emma? Sure. I feel like we can't talk about lifestyle and cookbook without mentioning Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) Sorry. Going to bring it up. She has a few books out. I actually do own a copy of It's All Good, um, but her newest book, It's All Easy, has some good recipes in there if you're interested in avocado toast three ways. What? I do like avocado toast. Actually, I'm I'm going to do I love avocado toast. Three How do you ways. need a recipe for that? Have to just bring it up. Go on. She's very well known in this lifestyle genre. Mm-hmm. No, agree, but I mean, I definitely avocado think toast. You three ways. That's love just... it or hate it. What are her other two ways? <laughs> maybe different types of toast, <laughs> or I maybe believe... like the stuff you put in. Yeah, the like stuff mixes. you put on it. Yeah, okay. So oh, one yeah. guacamole. One had seasonal <laughs> vegetables, and I think another was classic avocado, lemon juice. Do you want the best way? I, I have a better recipe than Gwyneth if you want it. All right, go. Yes, please. Avocado, <laughs> feta, fried egg on top, and then just a little bit of chili powder. Delicious. Bam. Take that, Gwyneth. Where's my money? No one's going to pay me to be Gwyneth. It's okay. Make I do love avocado toast, and she is very well known. So, I mean, and all things aside, check out the ebook from your library. Look at the photos, and then return it. Your library gets the <laughs> checkout, and you get to uh, look at some of the delicious and highly staged photos of avocado toast. 
and then is... go make some. Exactly. Do you have others to, to move along? Maybe. I have a few. Go I'm going to segue a little bit into more lifestyle, less cooking, because I have a couple of favorite books in that genre that kind of include party hosting, uh, tips, beauty tips. It's kind of those all-encompassing books that include recipes as well. So one of my favorites that just came out recently is Bloom by Estée Lalonde. She's a Canadian YouTuber living in London. In that book, she shares some tips, kind of all-encompassing. And I just really like these kinds of books. They're a little bit of everything, usually lots of really good photography. Um, So I like perusing those. Those are just a nice, gentle read, especially before the holidays when things are a bit frantic. It's just nice to kind of zone out, not read anything too heavy, um, but at the same time get, you know, party tips and just little bits and bobs throughout. Nice. I like it. Do either of you guys have some more? We can keep going. Well, things to get you through the holidays. Got some uh, good books on alcohol. (laughs) Go on. Uh, My personal funny favorite is Tequila Mockingbird. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Uh, And that's by Tim Federell. And it's recipes for drinks along with a fun little nursery rhyme for mom and dad. I will admit to buying that for one of our friends. I I own it. it. It's a board book. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, pretty fun. It's really good. Uh, and then also, if you want your your spirits with a little bit of science, uh, the drunken botanist by yeah. Amy Stewart. Oh. Is that what that's about? Yeah, yeah. It's all about like the different plants and processes that go into making. Okay. So, like, if you're talking about tequila, we're going to talk about agave. Huh. And right. uh, kind of go into that. And it's it's a really interesting book uh, and does have some some tips and tricks, but just really gets into the behind the scenes of what you're imbibing to survive the holidays. (laughs) Sure. Or enhance them or Mm -hmm. whatever. So you do need a good cocktail book or two, at least in my household. Aw. Thanks for kind of sad. No, no. Okay. I don't want to. I know what you mean. It's okay. I love my family. I do. They're good people. Good people. I think it's always good to have a good cocktail recipe in your back pocket, yeah. though, for parties. And a signature drink. Family sure. gatherings. You can't have, like, it's hard cider and, uh, and some delicious mulled wine mm-hmm. and all those nice fall drinks that will be a part of my Thanksgiving for those of age. And I will say, if you are a fan of cooking or if you watch the Food Network and the background all the time like we have in our house, if you have any particular chefs that you're a really big fan of go to overdrive.com and just search for their name, like Alton Brown Guy Fieri is also in there Um, (laughs) literally anybody that you're a fan of, did I do that? Pioneer Woman? Yeah, the Pioneer Woman, although you're going to want to use her actual name, which is Ree Drummond Yeah (laughs) Nice job. Um, But just search for their name on overdrive.com and their recipes will come up. And um, The Pioneer Woman, that's our cookbook is our title. Yeah. The Pioneer Woman. Oh, is that one? Okay. Mm -hmm. But like 
barefoot contessa search for her real name, which right. is Ina. Although she Garden. does have she does have some Ina Garden. You could do both. Can you? Her. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm learning well, in real time here. Let's talk about Mark Records and yeah. Uh, different Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> but yeah, if you just search for the people that you really enjoy, they're more often than not, they likely have cookbooks because yep. it's in their yeah business to do that. So a new, new season of Top Chef starting up too. So those people all have Charleston. So excited. <laughs> also, for some of the international, we also have a good selection of great British Bake Off cookbooks, uh, which I really love. That's Mary Berry bake. and Paul Hollywood. <laughs> um, and then some of the past contestants from there, we have their cookbooks as well. That is amazing. Big fan. That, well, it, it's it's not even just international. That's all around the world. Hopefully. You should be watching it. It's, it's so good. I love it so much. Um, well, if, if they they got spoofed on SNL this year, so they're officially a thing. <laughs> it's like my life goal is to have someone make fun of me on SNL. I'll know I've made it. Yep. Um, um, do you guys have some more? I could pepper you with some holiday seasonal questions. Well, it depends. Like, are we thinking more cookbooks? Are we thinking other things? Whatever you've got. We're kind of freestyling today. Freestyling. Yeah, we're freestyling. Sweet. I do want to uh, talk about, very briefly, Lauren Conrad, Celebrate, um, because I love celebrity anything. So cookbooks, lifestyle books, fiction that they write. Um, but I do like her Celebrate book. It kind of walks you through party planning from invitations to menu um, and decorating. So I would recommend that. And I think she has a few books um, in that lifestyle vein, but Celebrate is the one that kind of covers parties. Nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. I would never think to be like, I should look up a book to know how to throw this party, but that's very smart. Cause... I mean, she has a whole brand about, you know, how to put things on, and I think translating that to a book is helpful. Yeah. And good pictures as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm always a fan of books with good photography. Oh, yeah, that's so important when you're talking with lifestyle or cooking or anything. It's like, I want to see what you're referencing. So yeah. I feel like that's half the job of being a lifestyle or a chef who has a book. Like, good recipe, important. Good idea, important. Better have good pictures. Exactly. Or else Emma won't read it. I will not read it. (laughs) And she should be your target demographic. Right. I agree. Thank you. (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) You check all those boxes. Mm -hmm. Megan, you look like you're looking down. I am looking down, but not out of shame. I'm just looking at my list. (laughs) Right. That's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Well, if we want to, like, well, right now, what's kind of on my forefront is since we are hosting a bunch of people in two days, uh, uh, and we just moved into the house, I've been thinking about that, the life-changing magic of tidying up. That's a good school yeah. segue. You just rocked that segue. Yeah. <laughs> I just going to let you know. Well done. Yay. <laughs> I get a prize. You're going to come over and clean my house, No, right? continue. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, by my Marie Kondo. Um, so I'm like already dreading the dauntingness that is my closet. And when I packed, I actually kind of kept some of her tenants when I was mm-hmm. in mine and got rid of a ton of stuff. Um, so that did not bring me joy. Uh, 
that's what that's, that's what you, the that's method. What you do. Yeah. yeah, you just it's very visceral process. Oh yeah, I don't keep like anything. No, so I, I got rid oh. of like half of my clothes, and I plan on I'm unpacking a lot of my clothes tonight, and I plan on get rid of some more. Just move on. Yeah, I'm a I'm a pack rat. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. But I moved back in April, and I did the same thing. You're supposed to like hold these pieces of clothing and about it. Feel. Does it bring you joy? Huh. That's that's the rule. And you like it. It's broken down into like four different things. There's like clothing. There's an order too. Clothing. Um, what's it like? Paper. Forget the third one. Maybe just stuff. I think. Yeah, like. People, the stacks like document, paper. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, documents. So like that big stack, stack of mail mm-hmm. that ends up on your counter. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. I'll throw away things that I probably need just to keep our yeah. house clean. <laughs> That's what I'm I'm doing right now. Like yeah. I'm just, so I'm yeah, probably getting mm-hmm. rid of things I shouldn't, but just get rid yeah. on. So that's kind of, and I'm also, uh, also Flea Market Fabulous by Lara Spencer. I've been looking to, as I've been buying some fun pieces to put in the house without bankrupting myself. Hmm. So she actually has a, she has a show on HGTV. Flea uh, Market Flip. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> so Love I, show. yeah, just recently, it's kind of like upcycling and finding fun things and doing yeah. interesting things with them. And that's not me. So this is me trying to be that yeah. type of person. So yeah, I, at the Cleveland Flea a couple months ago, I bought a hutch that I'm going to turn into like a beverage cart drink thing and put all my glassware in it and really clear out some space. And but so I'm kind of getting inspiration from from her and just some other outside forces, but and some people who may or may not force me into buying. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Said right. Yay. We, we hang out sometimes. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, you mentioned. You cooked tofu for her. I did. And then true she, friendship. And then she made me buy an old desk that I'm turning into a drink cart mm-hmm. thing. Young House Love used to do that, like on their show, well, their blog. And then in their book, they did, they'd find stuff. Yeah. And it always looks so pretty. So yeah. I'm going to try to be handy. I wish I had any like crafty bones in my body. I my sister in law will do that. I'll walk over her house. She's like, "Yeah, I'm just taking this chandelier and I'm turning it into a, a wine uh, like a wine holder, and I'm just gonna put that up and spray paint." And I'm just like, I don't know how to do any of those things. So I'm always blown away by people who can do that. So good for you. I'm rooting for you. Yeah, I'll take before and afters. I have a lot of before, <laughs> but now I'm just like, well, it's cold, so yeah. I yeah. can't really be outside mm-hmm. and. So can't take it in the basement. I don't know. So this will probably become a spring project. I'll have a lot of time to prep and read more books on how to do this. Emma, do you have some more on your list? No? Okay. That's all right. That's fine. Megan, did you have more? I have some holiday questions I can ask you guys. The last, like, type of thing that I have is gardening books. Perfect for for this winter. holiday, yeah. <laughs> for Thanksgiving, for Thanksgiving, for prepping, <laughs> for, oh, yeah, prepping for, prepping. for next year's garden. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like my last house, we couldn't have a garden, and now I can, and I'm really excited. And we have uh, gardens here at Overdrive. We have raised beds that mm-hmm. we can do, and I had a lot of success with Japanese eggplant this year. So I'm really excited for next year's gardening. So I'm looking at some books right now, specifically a. Uh, 
the all-new Square Foot Gardening by Mel Bartholomew. So I think I might try not that. It's really, like, segmented yeah, square foot gardening. Mm-hmm. And also Carrots Love Tomatoes, which is all about companion gardening. So putting things next um. to each other that really enjoy growing next to each other and keeping things apart that that don't. So they the way that they interact with the soil and each other's and... So I'm I'm starting my research now so that I can be prepared for when we a build our garden and b plant and c eat. That's a, uh, that's literally is the smartest idea for a gardening book I've ever heard. Like, hey, don't grow these things next to each other because yeah. they're going to cannibalize the nutrients. And wow. exactly, people are smart. That's yeah. awesome. So there's a lot of fun stuff about companion gardening, but that's like that's one of the big the biggins. Nice, Sounds I like good. it. So, and you can never, it's never too early to start planning, mm-hmm. especially if you're a novice like I am. Like, I'm pretty much like dig a hole in the ground, put something in, pray, water it. <laughs> it's an integral part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the prayer step yeah. is really important because mm-hmm. I have a tendency to, to kill. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going plants. to plants. <laughs> yeah. Plants. <laughs> good save, Emma. Good job. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I have a question for you guys because we're recording this Thanksgiving week. This will come out Thanksgiving Day. Sounds, yes. And so the holidays, no matter what you celebrate, is holiday season, and no matter where you're from, um, so people there's always holiday food. So do you guys have like a traditional holiday food or something from your family that is your absolute favorite thing about the holidays? Megan, you're just shaking your head, so you can you can start if you want. I'm Polish, so every year before the holidays, my family gets together and we make a million or so pierogi mm-hmm. from scratch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, that is that is my family's thing. So we, when I was younger, it was only the women of the family, and we've now made it co-ed. <laughs> so we're being progressive. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, so we, yeah, we make potato and cheese, sauerkraut, and then my favorite is just like the cheese and onion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm boring. But... Oh, those are, those are absolutely <laughs> That's the best. Classic. I, I'm part yeah, Polish boring. as well. I, yeah. We we make pierogi as well. Yeah, so right so on board. We spent it's like all day. We seriously make not millions, but we make thousands. And uh, the last few years, it's been my job to roll the dough. So, like, I wake up the next day and I can't lift my arms mm-hmm. because it's just so much mm-hmm. dough. And uh, and then we freeze them and we eat them for the holidays and then for the rest of the year. And we always save a few dozen for the day that we make them the next year. Mm-hmm. And then we just, Aww. like, part of the way through the day when you just don't want to look at another one, you eat them. That's amazing. So that is, that's my family's big thing. Nice. That's fun. Emma, do you guys have anything? I do, actually. My dad's side of the family is Japanese, so dialing forward to New Year's, mm-hmm. we would always do a family gathering on New Year's with full Japanese fare, so tempura, sushi, um, and a bunch of other delicious foods, so that's something I always look forward to. Nice. Jill? Uh, yeah, my mom's Christmas cookies. She makes these, they're so simple but it's just like peanut butter cookies and then you put the peanut m&m yeah she makes them every year um they're so good and 
I'm sure everybody else uses the same recipe, but when I try it, I'm just like, no, not as good as my mom's. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say I'll do both sides. So my side of the family is Eastern European as well. So pierogi is all over the place on our side. And my wife's uh, grandfather was Chinese. So the first Christmas of theirs I ever went to, he had this gigantic thing of fried rice. And I was like, wait, what? This is Christmas. Where's the ham and potato and everything? But it was the best fried rice I've ever tasted in my life. So now that's like, I look forward to that more than anything Mm -hmm. else on on Christmas. So my family also does Chinese on Christmas day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's, but mine was made by a guy whose recipe is like centuries old and (laughs) he wouldn't tell us it. So ours is from a restaurant. Still delicious. (laughs) So, um, all right. Well, Jill, do you have anything else? I, and making no. this up as I go. I know. It's because it's you're doing like an excellent job. Oh, the yeah. holiday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wasn't even. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. That's a Kevin Smith reference. Um, I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say everyone just staring at me. Okay. Well, um, I hope everyone has a great holiday. Yeah. We can pretend like we're going to get off this podcast and not see each other in two seconds. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, happy well, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you enjoyed this. Maybe you enjoyed this while making your Thanksgiving last minute prep. So. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and gobble gobble if you're in America. I don't know. <laughs> you guys can't just let me keep talking. Someone else has to... And scene. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. Hey nerds, I'm Sarah, the Paper Nerd, and if you've ever wondered what goes into that greeting card you just sent or received, well, quite a lot. Get your paper fix on the paper fold where I host an enchanting mix of personalities and players all nerding out on my favorite topic, stationery. From the designs of our snail mail communications to the precious space created when two people correspond, there's a lot to cover. So come grab a seat in the stationery community's only five-star paper salon, The Paper Fold, now part of the Evergreen Podcast Network.